0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the All About Health podcast. My name is Georgia Overbeck, and I'm your host, and today's episode is going to be our weekly Q&A. So every single week, I put up a question box on my Instagram stories. I put it up on my personal Instagram, which is just Georgia Overbeck, my name, and then I also put a question box up on the podcast Instagram, which is All About Health Pod. Both of them are linked down below if you want to check out the Instagram pages, or if you you have a question you'd like answered in a future episode of the Q&A, then uh, please either leave it in the question box that I put up on Tuesdays, or you can message me directly on either account, and I will make sure to include your comment or your question in the next episode. So today we're gonna be talking about content creation and what apps I use for that type of stuff. I'm gonna talk about some books for anxiety, I'm gonna talk about some tips for overeating, supplements, and some other questions that you guys had for me. So let's get started with question number one. Do you find it difficult to come up with original content ideas? And my answer to this one is yes and no. If I were to come up with all of my content ideas that day, if I didn't really have a plan or kind of an idea of what I wanted to create, then yes, I could see it being hard to come up with content ideas every single day. So something that I do and something that I've done for a long time is I will write out a bunch of ideas of content that I want to create. And so I have this notebook and in this notebook, I write out YouTube ideas, Instagram, podcast, uh, short form, long form, anything that I wanna create, I will write it out because I've talked about this so many times and I it's probably getting annoying at this point. But having things written out in front of me and on paper, it helps me to stay accountable to myself and to actually get those things that I write down done and to accomplish those things that I've written down. So um, I will usually at the beginning of the week, it doesn't really, I don't have a certain day for it, just whenever I'm feeling extra creative, I will sit down and I'll just brainstorm as many ideas as I can for future content and I don't always come up with my best content ideas while I am doing my brainstorm. Sometimes I'll come up with content ideas while I'm working out or while I'm running or while I'm on my evening walk or if we're out for a drive or if we're just out at the beach, I feel like content ideas come to me in all different sorts of ways. And so I think my answer to this question just in general is that no, I don't find it difficult to come up with content ideas. I am very grateful, Uh, I'm a creative person and I can come up with a lot of ideas and I hope that they are interesting for you, uh, the listener or the viewer. But another big thing that I would say is I also try and look at other people's content or trends that are happening uh, or just what is happening on online and in social media and kind of see what people are more gravitating towards or coming up with themselves. And then I kind of try and put my own spin on it. But I think it all comes back to me being a very creative person and being able to come up with ideas on my own. I hope that answered your question. Question number two is, are you looking forward to going back to BC? And in last week's Q&A episode, I talked a lot about my plans for BC and what I'm looking forward to. So if you want to listen to that one, it is my last week's Q&A episode. And pretty much I'm just going to say, yes, I am looking forward to going back to BC. Of course, I'm sad to leave Hawaii, but I am excited for a new chapter and a new era and just to see what, this summer and this chapter is going to bring for me and for my family and how i'm going to grow and i'm just excited for all the newness that is about to happen question number three have you come across good books about anxiety i have not read many books about anxiety because I'm very grateful that anxiety is not something that I really struggle with on a regular basis. Of course, everybody gets anxious every once in a while, but I wouldn't say that I actually have anxiety. Um, so I haven't really read many books about it. So I did Google it before I started recording this episode and I, cause I wanted to give some tips and maybe some books that would be helpful, maybe some recommendations. So these are some books that I found on Google, again, I have not read these, so I don't know how great they are, but Google said they're good, so I'm just going to recommend them. So the first one is At Last a Life by Paul David, Declutter Your Mind by S.J. Scott and Barry Davenport, From Panic to Power by Lucinda Bassett, and When Panic Attacks by David D. Burns. Again, I am sure that there are other people who would be more um educated on this topic and would be able to give better recommendations um but my biggest thing would just be to go to the bookstore and look in a section that Is What you're looking for and kind of read through the descriptions of the books and see what really sparks your interest and what you think is going to Benefit you the most that's the biggest thing with any book that you want to get no matter what topic is I think it's good to read through books Don't just pick it up because it's popular or because it's like trending in the moment actually pick it up and read through the summary, and see if you think it would be something that would benefit you and that you would actually find interesting. And again, I think that goes for all topics, but definitely anxiety as well. So I would recommend go to the bookstore and see what calls to you. Question number four is what app do you use for transition videos? So every, pretty much every single piece of content that I create, whether it's a YouTube video or Instagram Reel or YouTube Short or whatever it is, I use CapCut. I have used Splice previously, but I did have some like mix-ups with that app and some things eventually started not to work so I did switch over to CapCut and so far I've been really enjoying it I like that you can add audio you can add really good text uh, you can add like cool effects and things like that so I use CapCut for all of my editing as well as my transition videos Question number five, do you have any tips for overeating? And I want to start off before I answer this question by saying that if you have real concerns about your overeating, like if you think it's some sort of disorder or a problem, I would recommend to talk to a doctor or a health coach or a fitness coach or somebody who is certified in that line of nutrition and diet. That would be my biggest thing. Um, But I do have some tips for overeating. I have I think a lot of people have went through overeating in the past. I definitely have. Um, And my biggest tips for that, uh, my number one tip would be to make sure that you're eating enough throughout the day. I think a lot of people, when you have a nutrition goal – um, if it's something like fat loss related or a calorie deficit or something like that, a lot of the time you will save your calories or your food for the end of the day. And I think that in when you think about that, you're like, oh yeah, like I, if I save enough calories for the end of the day, then um, at night I can have like snack and as much as I want, it won't really affect it. But often, and this is, again, something that just happened in my experience, is if you don't eat enough throughout the day, by the time you get to the end of the day and at night, and I know that at night is a lot, as a, is a popular time or a time when a lot of people tend to overeat. And so, um, I find that if I don't eat enough during the day, it gets to nighttime and then I'm so hungry that I want to eat the whole kitchen. And I know that a lot of people are like that. So something that has really helped me a lot with uh, preventing overeating is to eat enough throughout the day. So I'll have a good breakfast. I'll have a snack in the morning if I feel like it. Of course, a good lunch. Sometimes I'll have an afternoon snack. Of course, dinner. Um, So just make sure that you're eating enough throughout the day. Um, And also another big thing is to make sure that you're eating enough protein. If you listen to the episode that my dad and I recorded all about protein and about the importance of it and how to eat it or how sorry how to get it and everything like that um we talked that protein is the most satiating of all of the macronutrients so protein carbs and fats and so it's important to make sure that you're eating Enough protein so that you are full and satiated. And again, that means eating enough protein all throughout the day, just as you want to eat enough food throughout the day, you want to eat enough protein throughout the day as well. So that looks like including a good protein source at your main meal, so your lunch or so your breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then also any snacks that you have. Um, another good tip is to try volume eating if you've never done that before. It's pretty much where you just eat more whole foods because you can have a bigger quantity of whole foods than you could processed foods and you will feel fuller and you'll be getting more vitamins and minerals and nutrients and antioxidants. So that's a really good tip too is to include more fruits and vegetables and whole foods and whole grains into your diet to help you increase your fiber intake, which is also going to help you stay fuller longer and to prevent overeating. So those are a few of my biggest tips. But again, if you have any concerns or anything, I would recommend going to a healthcare professional um, who can really look into your situation deeper and help you in certain ways that you need. Question number six, have you tried chickpea slash lentil pasta? And yes, I have. I've tried chickpea pasta, lentil pasta, black bean, edamame, and I really like them. I like them because they are higher in fiber and higher in protein and kind of going back to those overeating tips. This is actually a really good swap to make. Um, So like, let's say for example, you have regular flour pasta and then you have like chickpea pasta or black bean pasta or one of the bean pastas. If you look at the nutrition label, you'll see that Chickpea pasta or any of those bean pastas are going to be much higher in fiber. They are going to be higher in protein, which is going to keep you fuller longer. And that means, it, and that doesn't mean you can never have regular wheat pasta, but just know that by having this swap, it'll help you to stay fuller longer and it'll give you more nutrients from the beans and legumes that it's made from. So yes, I have tried chickpea slash lentil pasta and I do like it. I would have to say I've tried the brand Bonza. I've tried La Viva. I've tried a few different brands. I think, I'm trying to think what my favorite brand would have to be. I think La Viva is my favorite. I know that there are so many of them out there now, um, but I would recommend if you have not tried chickpea or lentil pasta, definitely do. It's actually really good some of my favorite ways to use like bean pasta. In the past, I've made uh, like pasta salad. So it was like the bean pasta and then I would cucumbers, tomatoes, olives. I would crumble up some tofu kind of as a replacement for feta. And then I would make a homemade Greek dressing and have that as a lunch. Um, I've also made like hamburger helper with it before. That was really good. Uh, And then of course, you can just do like regular spaghetti and meatballs. You could add them into like a chicken noodle soup. There are so many ways to use them, and I really like it. Question number seven is, are you a health coach? So I do say that my mom and I are online fitness coaches, and she has taken many courses. She's taken them on nutrition. She's taken them on like fitness, uh, different fitness courses to become certified in different workouts and things like that. For myself, I have only taken a course uh, to become certified from Kangoo Jumps. So I am not a certified health coach or nutritionist or dietitian or anything like that. And that's why I don't consider myself or call myself a health coach. I know that I have lots of knowledge and lots of experience in nutrition and the health and fitness space, um, but I am not a certified health coach. So that's why I don't say that. That is something that I would love to do one day. I definitely have it on my goal list to take a certification to uh, become a nutritionist or a dietitian or something like that just to have a certificate uh behind my belt um but at the moment i am not certified in it so i would rather say i'm a fitness coach online fitness coach that's usually what i say and our last question for this q a is do you take supplements why or why not and i do take supplements um My supplements that I take are from Magnum Nutraceuticals, and I will say what I take first, and then I'll kind of say why. So, of course, I use protein powder um, every single day. The reason that I use it is because I have a high protein goal, and I use it to reach that goal. Not everybody needs protein powder. If you can reach your protein goals without protein powder, then there isn't really a need for you to have a protein powder or at least to use it every single day. But for me, I find having a protein powder is just very convenient and helpful for me to reach my protein goals. The next supplement I take is a multivitamin. And the reason I take this, and again, before I go keep continuing, Um, I just want to say that not everybody needs to take supplements or I'm not saying that everybody needs to take supplements. I was asked, so that's why I'm talking about it. Um, but I do take supplements and here's why. So again, back to the multivitamin, um, the reason I take this is because I just make sure I cover all of my bases for nutrients and antioxidants and vitamins and minerals, Being healthy is something that is very important for me. I really value my health and I believe it is the biggest wealth that you can have. And so I just wanna make sure that I'm covering all my bases with a multivitamin. Also, regularly, I take a pre workout. I'm currently off of pre workout, but the majority of the time, or a lot of time, I am on pre workout. And the reason I take this, again, not everybody needs a pre workout, but I like to take pre workout because it gives me more energy and it helps me to boost my workout and to feel like amazing. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but when I take pre workout, I feel just so happy and energized. And I love that feeling. And also, a huge reason why I take pre-workout is because I like the taste of it. Um, I find it helps me get into the mood for my workout and to be like, okay, now I'm working out. Like, we're going to do this. I have all my energy. I'm putting my focus into this hour of 45 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever I'm planning on having for my workout but I am putting intention behind it. And I feel like just having that pre-workout kind of helps start that ritual. And then a few other supplements that I take, I take Magnum's Big C, which is a creatine supplement. I take Mimic, which helps your body to use and absorb carbohydrates the best possible way. I take G-Spring, which helps you to sleep better. It has melatonin in it. I take main brain, which is a lion's mane mushroom supplement, so it helps with focus, clarity, and memory. I also am currently taking, it's not by Magnum, but I'm taking a turmeric supplement by Sunfood Superfoods, and that is linked down below. I like this one because it's supposed to help with inflammation and lowering that, and so that's why I take that one. Um currently I'm not taking a probiotic. I have in the past. I don't know if it does anything. Um and I think that's it I take for supplements. Now, going back to the point of why do I take supplements? I think a lot of people when they start out on their health and fitness journey, they say, "Okay, like this is day 1. I'm going to start eating healthier and I'm going to start working out this many times per week and I'm going to start taking supplements." And I think a big thing when you're starting out on your journey is to get really good, become a pro at the basics first before you start including supplements and those quote unquote fancier things. So for me, I have been on my fitness journey for so long, for years. I've talked about this in my fitness journey episode. And I am a pro now um, at doing the basics, at eating healthy, at sleeping well, at working out. And so I'm at the level where now supplements are going to help me get to that next level. They're going to benefit me. And so if you are somebody who has excelled at the basics, for 60 to 90 days, you're consistent and you want to take your training or your results to the next level, then adding supplements in might be a great option for you if you want to, because they're going to make your journey, your fitness journey, maybe a little bit more fun, maybe a little bit more easier. Maybe they'll help you get into that headspace of working out and That's the reason why I take them is because I know that they will give me that little bit of extra edge. And again, not everybody needs to take them, but that's the reason that I do. And with that, I'm going to end off the episode here. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you learned something, or able to take something away from this episode. Again, if you have a question you'd like to ask for the next episode, uh, you can either leave it in the question box on Tuesdays that I will put up on Instagram, or you can message me directly on Instagram as well. Again, both of those are linked down below. Um, And also, if you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate it if you gave it a star rating, or left a review, or shared it on your Instagram stories, or send it to a friend. And, um, I so, so appreciate each and every one of you who listened to the podcast. So, thank you so much. I hope to see you in the next episode and have a fabulous day.